Manatee Memorial Hospital, providing advanced health care services in a caring and compassionate environment, presents Manatee Talk Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Patients who are taking warfarin on a long-term basis now have a different option to help prevent blood clots and possible stroke. My guest today is Dr. Daniel Friedman. He's a cardiologist, electrophysiologist, and watchman medical director of the Structural Heart Clinic at Manatee Memorial Hospital. Welcome to the show. Dr. Friedman, explain a little bit about the risk of stroke and atrial fibrillation, and how is that related? Um, Thank you for having me. Um, The risk of stroke with atrial fibrillation is significant. It increases the risk for stroke about five times as if you uh, were in normal rhythm. And atrial fibrillation, um, for those who do not know, is when the top chambers of the heart beat in a fast and almost chaotic rhythm. Um, And this predisposes a blood clot to form, which can then travel through the heart and up to the brain. And so it increases uh, the stroke risk uh, dramatically. So what's been the typical treatment for preventing clots if someone is at risk for stroke from AFib? The typical treatment uh, for prevention of stroke with atrial fibrillation is a blood thinner. And uh, for decades, that's been warfarin or Coumadin is another name for the same uh, medication. Um, The problem with warfarin or Coumadin is that we thin the entire body's uh, blood pool um, and that can cause bleeding in areas um, outside of the heart where uh, obviously that is not uh, desirable. So uh, that's why we have come up with other strategies. Um, These days there are alternative blood thinners as well to Coumadin or Warfarin which um, are better, uh, but uh, thankfully at Manatee, we have an even better option. So tell us about this better option, the Watchman device, and tell us what that is and why somebody might choose it over overtaking warfarin or another blood thinner. So a Watchman device is a small uh, metal device with a fabric on top of it, about the size of a quarter, that gets put into the heart with a catheter. Um, in the area of the heart where the blood clots form that cause stroke with atrial fibrillation. And so this is a good alternative to taking long-term blood thinners, such as Coumadin or Warfarin, uh, because it doesn't cause bleeding. It's a uh, local mechanical device that, that blocks any blood clots from escaping the heart and causing a stroke. So who's a good candidate for this? So currently the indications and, and the candidates for a watchman implant would be someone who has atrial fibrillation, who is at increased risk for stroke with their atrial fibrillation, and cannot take or cannot tolerate long-term blood thinners such as Coumadin or Warfarin. And the reason they may not be able to tolerate um, the long-term Warfarin typically is a bleeding episode. So does it reduce the risk of stroke as well as warfarin? Do we know? Is there any studies on this? Uh, good question. There have, there have been uh, multiple large randomized controlled um, clinical trials or studies on Watchman versus warfarin. And this has shown that the Watchman is as good at preventing stroke. Uh, but more importantly, uh, with the latest um, data that has come out, has shown that um, Watchman actually has a mortality benefit, so fewer people with with Watchman died uh, as compared to patients that were taking warfarin. Um, And the the major strokes, the disabling strokes, were also less with the Watchman versus the uh, Coumadin or warfarin patients. 
So tell us what this procedure is like, Dr. Friedman. Is this considered minimally invasive? Tell the listeners what it would be like to have the Watchman device implanted. Okay, very good question. So it it, um, is a minimally invasive catheter procedure. So typically um, the procedure is done under general anesthesia and takes about an hour to do. Um, After anesthesia, a small catheter goes through the vein and the right uh, groin area and up into the heart, into the left upper chamber of the heart. Um, And like a reverse umbrella, we open up a a watchman device inside the left atrial appendage, which is a small pouch that hangs off the front left upper chamber of the heart. And um, then we take a picture of it with x-ray as well as with echocardiogram, make sure that that area is sealed off, and then we basically release it um, into the left atrial appendage where it just stays there and, and blocks clots for the rest of the patient's life. So the typical hospital stay after a Watchman implant is, is one night, um, and there's, it's not open-heart surgery. It's a catheter procedure, so the recovery is, is pretty fast. So what's life like after the procedure for the patient? How soon can they get back to normal activity? And do they still have to be on their blood thinners for a certain amount of time post-procedure? And then what, what about after that period of time? Good question. So um, typically I recommend the patient not do anything strenuous for approximately a week after the procedure just to prevent um, bleeding in the, in the excess site um, in the right groin area. Um, the patient does have to take um, either Coumadin or another blood thinner uh, for approximately six weeks after the implant, um, during which time the body is healing over the device itself. Um, and then another echocardiogram is performed at about six weeks after the implant uh, to confirm that the area is sealed off. And at that point, um, we stop the blood thinners except for aspirin, and uh, the patient um, usually is very happy at that point because they don't have to take their blood thinner any longer. And once they can get back to normal activity, is there anything you would like them to know or be concerned with, lifestyle, behaviors, things they should watch out for? Um, well, there's obviously less uh, restrictions in, uh, in terms of diet or, or um, activities because you're not taking a long-term blood thinner anymore. Uh, but uh, you can still have atrial fibrillation, and, you, and the, it's important to remember that the Watchman device doesn't actually treat the atrial fibrillation, but prevents the most uh, concerning consequence of atrial fibrillation. So you still need to follow up with your cardiologist or electrophysiologist and, um, and treat the atrial fibrillation if, if you're having symptoms, uh, such as congestive heart failure or, or rapid rates or palpitations. And, uh, uh, your cardiologist or electrophysiologist can treat your atrial fibrillation still with the, our usual uh, uh, treatments for atrial fibrillation, such as medications or catheter ablation. So tell us about your team, Dr. Friedman, at the Structural Heart Clinic at Manatee Memorial Hospital. What can patients expect from you guys there? So at Manatee Memorial Hospital, we have a dedicated um, structural heart clinic um, in the uh, medical building just across the street from the hospital uh, where we have a dedicated uh, nurse uh, navigator as well as a nurse practitioner. Um, And um, they're very good at uh, following up with uh, the patients on a regular basis as well as obtaining any uh, insurance approvals that may be needed um, and, and 
generally keep the uh, program rolling. So uh, every Monday, uh, I go to the office there and see uh, potential Watchman patients as well as follow-up Watchman patients. And so we're doing this in a, a systematic fashion, and that's really helped to standardize um, uh, care as well as increase uh, uh, patient satisfaction and throughput. And just in summary, Dr. Friedman, tell the listeners what you'd like them to know about what the future holds for stroke reduction in AFib patients and what you'd like them to know about the Watchman device. Well, I'd like patients to know that uh, they're not going to necessarily be on a blood thinner for the rest of their life, that we have... Um, come to the point where we, we're having uh, good device therapies that uh, can take the place of taking long-term blood thinners. And Watchman is just the beginning of, of those devices. And I think we're going to see more and more devices come out that may even be better in terms of implanting them in, in all sorts of different anatomies and, and having not to take the blood thinner even for a short term after the implant. Additionally, I think that the indications for implanting a device in the left atrial appendage to prevent stroke um, is going to become more lenient as, as time goes on, and we'll be able to use this therapy as a first line instead of as a second line as it currently is, so that we'll have less bleeding events in the future for our atrial fibrillation patients. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Manatee Talk Radio with Manatee Memorial Hospital. For more information, please visit manateememorial.com. That's manateememorial.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Manatee Memorial Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. Individual results may vary. There are risks associated with any surgical procedure. Speak with your physician about these risks to find out if minimally invasive surgery is right for you. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. 